All right, boys and girls, this is a flashback Friday episode to episode 250, where I chat about knee pain and what to do about it. So without further ado, here we go, episode 250. Um, knee pain. So anytime I get a question in the clinic, in the gym, or online about pain and when people ask me what do you think it is what do you think I should do what am I doing wrong and I always start with it depends it's not a cop-out it's not a thing about me being lazy or other fitness professionals who say the same thing it really does depend on a lot of things so the most common scenario try to I'm gonna try to like single this down is my knees hurt when I lunge squat or do step ups or you know go running those are the four or three things i just listed i can't remember how many um that are most common that i see and my first thing when there's pain i always tell everyone go see a professional that's either a physiotherapist or a chiropractor that specializes in sports medicine because they can at least diagnose what's going on and give you some specifics. And then you can go to a trainer that has a lot of experience in rehab to figure out what approach is best to make sure that you're not fucking yourself over even more. So say that you did all those things and you know what you need to do. Typically, what I see, there's patterns. Usually when I see people with knee issues, let alone if it's anterior knee pain, medial knee pain, meaning the inside of your knee, or lateral knee pain, meaning the outside of your knee, I always look at two joints that have a huge role in dictating what the knee does. So usually the two culprits are the ankle and the hip. Right? If you look at the joint-by-joint joint approach that Mike Boyle and Gray Cook kind of coined and created, the knee joint is meant to be stable. When it can't stabilize, it's most likely a mobility issue within the ankle and the hip. So, when I have a patient or a client that's dealing with knee pain, the first thing I'm thinking about is how's their ankles moving and how's their hips moving? Funny enough, every single knee person that I've seen in the clinic all have terrible hip mobility. All of them. So if you really think about it, if you start clearing up your hip issues that present themselves as knee issues, a lot of the knee stress that's going on to wherever spot is hurting tends to go away. But this is where you got to put in the work. And, you know, yeah, I talk a lot about rehab, but, you know, if you go down to the core of this podcast about weight loss, rehab has a huge role in it because a lot of people, when they're trying to lose weight, they want to start running as their first form of exercise. The typical scenario is, you know, an individual hasn't worked out for a year, two years, maybe a decade, first thought comes in their head is like, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to go on runs every day. 
the person hasn't exercised in a long time, your body's not conditioned, you're probably carrying some extra pounds on you, and now you're throwing impact on your joints. So now think about this. If I told you to go on one foot and hop 1,500 times on one leg and then transition over to the other side and do the same thing, you tell me that I'm fucking crazy. But in reality, that's running one mile. So think about the kind of pressure you're putting on every single joint on your body repetitively. No wonder people have knee, ankle, hip, shin splints, and all that kind of crap when they're trying to start their fitness journey by running. So again, what you would have to do is stop running and build a better foundation. All exercise is is building a really good foundation so other things don't get you know left behind. Anytime I see someone with an injury, I start looking at other spots on their body of what's going on there, right? Usually there's some sort of dysfunctional tissue and a dysfunctional joint causing the issue. You know, if you really think about it, fitness and rehabs are usually pretty easy, right? If you make the analogy of, hey, my knee hurts, the last thing you want to do is I'm going to start treating the knee to make it feel better. The analogy I give is like, say you're at home and you start seeing a leak in your ceiling and you go, oh, the bathroom's right above that spot. I'm probably going to go to the bathroom and see what's going on with the pipes. You're not going to go, oh, there's a leak in the roof. I'm going to fix the ceiling to fix the water issue. Like, you would just fall, you know, a couple months down the road with the same issue. Same thing with the knee. A lot of people will go to inexperienced therapists where the therapist will treat the knee, treat the knee, knee starts feeling better, but hasn't gone to the root cause. You always want to go to the root cause. So... As a coach, I always tell people hip mobility is king because it also dictates how your low back is feeling, right? The body will compensate for the mobility you don't have. So the hips is kind of like a double-edged sword. If you don't have adequate hip mobility, two things will happen. Your knees will start hurting and your low back will start hurting. Your body will find mobility elsewhere. The knees are meant to be stable. The low back is meant to be stable. If the hips don't have the mobility, where do you think they're going to find mobility? In the knees and the low back. Those two joints are not meant to be mobile. They're supposed to be stable. So now you're like literally just jamming shit in the way that your body's not supposed to move. And then, you know, eventually that one straw that breaks the camel's back, boom, you're in that acute painful situation where your knees and low back hurt so i have the saying where like hips are king think of your hips as the epicenter of your body if those hips are moving the way they're supposed to a lot of the stress on the low back and knees will start fading away it takes time but it's worth it down in the long run when it comes to training because if you're constantly dealing with an injury you won't be able to put your 100% effort to see the results you're hoping for so i use two exercises with literally every single patient in the clinic with knee pain or low back pain and it usually starts with hip cars and if you don't want to know what hip cars are 
like if you have me on Facebook or on Instagram, I use hip cars a lot. It's basically putting the hip joint through the full range of motion it's designed to repetitively over and over and over again, and it's literally the best mobility exercise out there, in my own opinion. Number two is the 90-90 hip drill. You can work your hips either in external or internal rotation, in a static position, and throw in things like pails and rails to really isolate that hip capsule in a way it's supposed to move and stretch out, and it's going to relieve a lot of pressure on the low back and knees. So if I had to give anyone homework out there that's dealing with a knee, knee issue or low back issue, number one, go seek a good therapist that has a sports medicine background. Number two, start practicing your hip cars and 90-90 for hip external and internal rotation, and things are going to start moving and feeling better. Knee pain sucks. Don't let pain dictate your life. Be proactive about it. Don't be laying in bed and don't quit your fitness and health journey because stuff like this can always be worked around. Another thing, say you do have knee pain. This is going to be my last point. What do you want to stay away from in the gym is any kind of knee flexion-based exercises. For example, if in your program you're doing walking lunges, step-ups, squats, front squats, um, let me think, any kind of lunge, split squats, front-loaded you know, squats, any kind of rear-foot-loaded split squats, anything like that where the knee tracks forward, then your knees are not going to be very happy. Whereas if you do more hip-dominant exercises like glute bridges, hip thrust, stability ball, hamstring curls, deadlifts, single leg deadlifts, that's going to relieve the pressure off the knee. It's also going to help your hips stabilize. It's also going to help your ankle stabilize and take off the pressure of the knee. And then you'll be able to still train in the gym around your injury. That's the biggest thing I teach all my patients and clients is that anytime you have an injury or dealing with an angry joint, there's ways around it. You shouldn't give up. You got to keep trucking along. Rehab is just a bunch of detective work. Find what works. Stick with it. If something doesn't work, you scrap it off the list and you move on. That's all you got to do. You got to keep moving. Find what works and you will be successful. That's it for me, you guys. I want to keep these as short as possible. 10 minutes or less. I'm over time, but you know what? I was on a good flow of stuff, of information that I speak to patients about a whole day and I wanted to share with you. So hopefully that helped with some of you listening today, tomorrow, or whenever you will decide to listen to this episode. So thank you for listening to me ramble as always. And remember, share this podcast. Give me a five-star rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys. You guys are amazing. Until next time, have a freaking awesome week. You're going to fucking crush it. I love all of you.